This is the Business Planners Podcast with your host, Makiva Jenkins, where we discuss all things small business while challenging entrepreneurs to think outside the box, build their business, their team, and grow their profits. If you're looking to start or grow a business, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Business Planners Podcast. I am your host, Makiva Jenkins. It has been quite some time since I've launched any new episodes. For my listeners that don't know, back in May of this year, I gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. While pregnant and after birth, I took maternity leave, and now I'm back. I'm back, ready to share with you, and I'm ready to build with you. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. Other business friends, hello, hello, and thank you for listening in. Again, my name is Makiva Jenkins. I am a business strategist with the Prime Enterprise Group. What that means is I help entrepreneurs start and build the business they desire. I do this through coaching, business plan writing, and online training. I run a six-figure business with other multiple streams of income. With that being said, I coach my clients on doing the same. If your goal is to start or grow a business, I make sure you're prepared to do so. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Today, I want to talk about nonprofits. Nonprofits really aren't nonprofits as it relates to revenue. Nonprofit, the term, is for state and federal tax filings. So I want to talk a little bit about that today because lately I've been getting several phone calls, emails, text messages about nonprofits. People want to start nonprofits, but they don't have a clue where they should start, what they should do. And a lot of people think that not in a nonprofit, you don't make money. Well, that's not true. So we're going to talk about that today. So when it comes to operating a nonprofit organization, first and foremost, I want you to know, wait, let's back up a little bit. Grab your pencils, pens, notebooks, journals, whatever you use to take notes. Go ahead and grab that. You can pause this podcast so you can grab that, grab those things, because we're going to talk in very detail about nonprofits. Okay, so getting started with nonprofits. With nonprofits, many people do not know is that nonprofits do not have owners. When you create a nonprofit organization, you're, you're considered the founder of that organization, So all that hard work that you put in when you're looking to launch this foundation or build this organization or what have you, you could possibly be voted out of that organization, voted out of that foundation. And what I mean by that is when you start a nonprofit organization, you're required to have a board of directors. Now, at a minimum, you must have a president a vice president, a secretary, and a treasurer. Those are the required positions of serving on a board. You can have as many board members as you want, but that's the minimum. At a minimum, you need to have those four positions filled, which is your president, your vice president, your secretary, and your treasurer. As the founder, you can very well hold one of those positions if you if you want to. But once the organization actually opens, 
you can't do both. You can't work at the organization and um, sit on, serve on the board because that's a conflict of interest. With the board of directors, board of directors are the backbone of the organization. The board of directors is a group of individuals that come together, they create the policies and the procedures for the board, and they assist in how the board, I mean, sorry, for the organization, and they assist in how the organization is going to operate. So everything that goes on at a nonprofit organization or foundation or what have you, it's all voted upon and discussed at board meetings. It's the board that determines the policies and procedures, the rules, everything that's going to go on at the organization, which means that if you're the founder, and let's say you serve as the president on the board, once that organization starts obtaining grants and funding for its mission and the services that they're providing, you can't serve on the board as the founder or, the, or a board of director and then work as a social worker or work as the CEO of the organization and get a salary because the salaries of the organization are voted upon by the board members. So the community can assume that as the CEO and someone that serves on the board, you created your own salary, and that's illegal. So that's one thing you should know when creating a board, when creating a nonprofit organization, because you can put in all this hard work and do so much for this organization, and depending on the type of terms the board members hold, whether it's one year, two years, three years, five years, or what have you, when they go to vote on the positions, you can be voted out, and there's nothing you can do about that. So that's very important to know. Now, another thing I want you to know is the difference between a nonprofit and a 501c3. So we're located in Florida, and this varies from state to state. So you would want to look into this with your secretary of state in your local state. So with the state of Florida, when you register an organization in the state of Florida, you're registered as a nonprofit. Just means you're a nonprofit corporation. If you want to become a tax exempt charitable nonprofit 501c3, those are all the different terms that people use in nonprofit. If you want to become one of those, then you have to take it a step further. Uh, Aside from applying with your local secretary of state, you need to complete what's called a 1023 application with the IRS. And that application gives you permission to, well, the IRS approve you to become a 501c3 organization, which means you're exempt from tax. Now, here's the part what people don't know. You're a nonprofit organization, but you you hold a 501c3 status, which means you're exempt from paying tax, federal tax. And depending on your local state, on your state, you may or may not have to complete forms that will allow you to be tax exempt on the state level. 
in the state of Florida, there is paperwork that you have to complete. But in like the state of Georgia, which we've worked with clients in the state of Georgia, once you're a 501c3, you're automatically exempt from Georgia state tax as an organization. Make sure you're writing this down because this is some really good information that you need to know when you're starting a nonprofit organization. Now, here is some really good information. As of July 1st, the IRS has lowered their application fee for the 1023 application. Oftentimes, people want to start nonprofits, but it's so expensive, they can't afford it. And the IRS has now lowered their fee from $400 to $275, which is good because you might pay a nonprofit consultant or someone that understands the rules, regulations, and policies of nonprofit, you may pay that person anywhere between $500 to $1,000 to complete an application for you as well as the supporting documents, and then you still had to pay the $400 application fee to the IRS. In addition to bylaws that you need, so bylaws, um, we're going to talk about that too, but in addition to the bylaws and then you're paying for the business registration in your local state, and then you may be paying a mentor or, again, a nonprofit consultant to help you figure all this out and give you all the information that you need. So it gets to be really, really costly when starting a nonprofit. So I'm really glad that the IRS decided to lower that fee because that's really helpful. And maybe now more people will move forward with starting their own nonprofit organizations. Um, so... Also, another key thing I want you to know is everything with nonprofits is public information. Everything is uh, with nonprofit, well, 501c3 organizations is public information. So when you're registering that organization in your local state, if you don't want the community to know about your personal address, because it is going to be public, then you might want to consider using like the UPS store because the UPS store allows you to have a physical address and they don't give you a PO box address like United States Postal Service. At the UPS store, you get an actual address because when you start applying for grants and like I said, when you're uh, registering the organization and every year you have to renew that, when people are looking up your organization, they see your address. And when you're applying for grants, using a PO box is not allowed. You must have a physical address. So that's something that you should know. Now, we're going to talk about bylaws. The bylaws of an organization are a set of rules, policies, and procedures that the board of directors must follow. When you're starting an organization, you kind of have a little wiggle room as the founder because you get to put these bylaws together and then you bring them to the table for your first board meeting and everyone in the board meeting discusses those bylaws, reviews them, and then they all have to be voted on. And of course, the majority wins. So that's a good thing. But as the organization continues to move forward, 
then there are things in the bylaws that may be changed. And at that point, because the organization is operating, whether you have grant money or not, now that you have established your board, so therefore the organization, the board is operating, everything has to go through the board. Everything must be voted on, even if you're the founder. Even if you put the majority of the money into the organization, you still can't make decisions on your own. Everything has to be voted on. About three weeks ago, I did a an online training on nonprofits, how to successfully start a nonprofit and how to successfully operate a nonprofit. So I provided the attendees with uh, tons of information on grant opportunities. Well, not grant opportunities, but websites they can go on to search for grant opportunities, fundraising ideas, the proper way, the legal way, the legitimate way to start a nonprofit organization. So if you want to check that out, it's on my website, www.primeenterprisegroup.com. And if you click on business tools, you can take advantage of the replay. It was called Work My Nonprofit, Successful Tips on operating and starting a nonprofit organization. So those are the things I wanted to just share with you about nonprofits. And if you want to join my mailing list, because I will be sending out information to all of my business friends that are on the mailing list, you can do so by visiting bit.ly slash prime mail. And that web address is case sensitive, so you'll do bit, all lowercase, B-I-T dot L-Y slash, forward slash, prime mail. The P and the M are both capitalized. And you can join the mailing list where you'll receive more information about nonprofits. And when you join the mailing list, there is also a free gift waiting for you. So that will be sent to you automatically after you sign up for the mailing list. I'm always sharing helpful information, whether it's related to nonprofits, for-profits, successful startups, startup secrets, business tips, because the goal here with the Prime Enterprise Group is to help you start or grow the business that you desire. And we do that a variety of ways. Earlier, I talked about it through coaching, through online training, through business plan writing. We want to make sure that you're successful because no one wants to go into a business expecting to fail, whether it's nonprofit or profit. So we are always readily available to talk with you. Shoot us an email, support at primeenterprisegroup.com. Someone from the support team will get back with you. You can also schedule a variety of sessions that we offer on our website. When you visit our website at the bottom of just about every page, you can click on work with a business coach and there you will see all the different services that we offer and you can schedule your appointment right online. We're making it very, very convenient for you. So I'm just glad to be back Make sure you're connecting with me. You're connecting with the company. My Instagram is Makiva J. The company's Instagram is The Business Planners. And then we're starting to do Periscopes every Tuesday, Business Tip Tuesday. So tune in there as well. And the Periscope channel is 
the biz planners so make sure you're connecting with us even on facebook w i mean sorry facebook.com slash prime enterprise group so i look forward to connecting with you again and you have yourself a wonderful day and always live the prime life thank you for listening in to the business planners podcast we appreciate you till next time live the prime life and always strive for greatness